another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Oh, nothing, nothing, man. Uh, I am, uh, I'm, I, I feel defeated. I feel defeated. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fucking defeated. We were, uh, we were talking about it briefly on Patreon. Yeah. This is this is the end of November. Uh, I'm I'm putting I'm putting my foot down. Usually in the past, and I and I, I said this on Patreon, so sorry if you're hearing it twice. But usually in the past, it's been you that's been like, I don't know if I want to do November, and I'm always like, it's kind of Sean's gimmick, and then he'll come around to it. No, I'm fucking done with Trovember. Uh Like I'll do the first Toxic Avenger, which is honestly asinine that we've never done that. Before. Yeah. If you ask me to do that, if you ask me to do it in November. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. If you ask me to do Surf Nazis Must Die, fine. But I'm yeah. not doing fucking Trovember ever again. <laughs> there's like <laughs> there's like a handful that I would consider maybe doing again. Or not doing again, but doing for the show. Um But like even those, like they they like there's some that I've I, I saw while I was looking this up and it was like on paper, you're like, that sounds great. And then you watch it and you're like, no, what? Like, what the fuck is this? I'd yeah, actually rather yeah, do. Yeah, like, lo- like rabid grannies. Right. Like, remember that? We were like, I can't wait to do that. It's just two fucking disgusting old people eating dinner for half the movie. And, and like, I'd honestly rather do Lloyd's, like, weird um, teen comedies that he, like, s- broke into the business with. Honestly, like, I feel like we'd get more joy out of them. Are you sure? No. Um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely unsure of that statement. <laughs> um, so, guys, we were going to do Tales from the Crapper from 2004. I started it. It opens with Lloyd wearing a fucking garbage bag. That's his That's his crap keeper costume. And the microphone quality is like distorted, like a bad podcast host, right? It is just muffled. It's awful. It sounds like it's insane. It's so distorted. Um, James Gunn shows up and that, that bit was like kind of funny. And then it opens to the first thing. And I'm pretty sure these were just sent to Lloyd and he used them. Like I, the quality is so low that it was honestly mind blowing. And I texted Joan. I was like, "We absolutely fucking cannot do this." So if you had Sean audibling on your November bingo card, you can, you can mark it off. We got got the audible two weeks in, <laughs> and we only doing two weeks to get an audible in two weeks is absolutely <laughs> madness. <laughs> Absolute madness. <laughs> Oh my god, they had boner vision in it, so there was like just a screen in the corner with naked people, and it was just like the fucking worst shit in the world. And then I downloaded it with a director's commentary, so I was like, oh, maybe that'll salvage the movie. I even went that route before um, audibling it, and Lloyd was just doing a bit the entire time, and not 
not the insight, no insight whatsoever, just doing a constant bit throughout it. And I was like, okay, I'm, I think I'm good here. So we've audible to, and I landed on this because it ended, it was on the list of like, when you look up the best trauma movies, Citizen Toxie is usually in that list. And they're, it's often, you know, it's like, cause the thing with Citizen Toxie, which I didn't realize was, it is a <laughs> pulled the old Halloween, the new <laughs> Halloween 2018 on us. He 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 gets rid of the first two two sequels, parts two and three, yes. and then this is technically Toxic Avenger two. There was no reason to do that. There was not. There was absolutely zero he, reason to do that. <laughs> he apologizes for two and three. Saying they were terrible. And then he comes with this. <laughs> you know, it's like, what are you doing? They recap the first movie, and then he uh, Stan Lee, of all people, who is credited as Peter Parker. Narrating. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> credited as Peter Parker in the credits. Uh he narrates this uh intro and outro, and he gives us a full recap of the first movie, and then says, Then two rotten sequels were made. Sorry about that. This is the real sequel. Dude, what a setup for, uh, like... Agreed. Uh, especially for you and I, I think... I don't think we're, like, the biggest tr- true trauma fan. Like, I don't want to say true. But, like, new trauma. Like, we're not we're not the biggest fans of that. Like, we love the old stuff and Toxic Avengers. So, I was so amped. I was like, yes. Like, okay. W- this is the right one. We, we chose the right... <laughs> we chose the right one. <laughs> Uh, we didn't, though. That's the fucking problem here. Uh, so, I've seen this before, okay? Um, our buddy Amato, who we talk about often, yeah. he got this when it first came out. And I, I would even say that I, I was in that belief when I first saw it. Like, I, I remember thinking fondly of it. Like, this was a like a, a good Toxic Avenger sequel. A return uh, to form. Like, oh, a real a real trauma-esque movie which it is it's it's a very trauma-esque movie i think i've after 36 years i've finally matured because there's nothing in this that I, that i that i honestly even remotely enjoyed oh. like and for the for honestly the first time in my life and i and i mean that the first time in my life i've been like this is like too poor taste for me. The first twenty <laughs> minutes, like, and, and like people that know me, like I, I don't get offended by anything. Like do whatever, but like the first twenty minutes was honestly, <laughs> literally the most offensive shit I've ever seen on a film. For sure, the most offensive shit <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Absolutely nuts, and and like you said, like I'm, I. I get it and I get certain things, but this just wasn't it. And like this, this late, this 2000s trauma is just like, oh, it's like woof, man. Like what the that, fuck I, is That's it? the thing. 2000s trauma. It just felt, it's like the first Toxic Avenger, right? It's a legitimate story. And yeah. like somehow it's also a social commentary, which is nuts. So is Newcomb High, right? And they're always over the top, but it's like, I feel, I feel like uh, Lloyd hit, a lull and he was like i have to return to form and go as over the top as humanly possible which he did in terra firmer which 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 i like terra firmer and which which he did here i just and i i don't want to 
shame anybody for liking this because you like what you like and like you, you know what you're going to get out of a trauma film. Yeah, right? it, it's going to be stupid and ridiculous. It just at this point in my life, <laughs> like I'm too, I'm too fucking old to be liking like watching this. And also thinking about how old Lloyd was when he made this. Go fuck yourself! Are you kidding me? <laughs> if, if, if it was like a seventeen-year-old, I'd be like, okay, I, I, I get it. Like you're trying to be edgy. Uh, my, imagine my fucking dad making Citizen Toxie. I'd be, I, I'd be so embarrassed. <laughs> I actually watched the entire behind the scenes. So here's what I'm going to say. First, let's let's talk about this. W- would you recommend this? People watch this? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I absolutely, like, just from the sense of a legal standpoint, legal liability, do not watch this. I can't have that blood on my hands. Uh, this, this, I would, I would not recommend it. Okay. But, uh, how do I say this? Um, I think the, I watched the behind the scenes movie, which is somehow two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's nuts. Much, <laughs> much like Terra Firmer. The behind-the-scenes movie blows away the real movie. There's, It's so interesting to watch Lloyd and this crew of misfits make these movies. It sucks that the movie is such offensive dog shit that, like, <laughs> that like it's hard for me to say watch this movie because like you kind of have to watch the movie and then watch the behind the scenes movie, which was called uh, Apocalypse Soon. I think that's the title. <laughs> um, and I have some insight into that, but like, man, this guy Lloyd is just like such a fucking weird dude. But again, like you watch him on the set, and like he is like kind of an asshole because you have to be. But like he's also very like nurturing to these people, and like it, it's. It's bizarre. It's it's absolutely fucking bizarre. And and oh, there's so much to talk about in this. Like from behind the scenes standpoint, which is probably what I'll be focusing on because okay. the movie is like. Well, how do you talk about this? How do you talk about this movie, <laughs> that, dude? And I think that's the problem with Ultraman. Like Tales from the Crapper, could we have done a movie on? But like uh, or a show on? I guess, but it wouldn't have been very good because it's so fucking ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. I, you can't. You know what I think I liked the most when I watched it for the first time in the early two thousands mm-hmm. was the cameos that he got in. Sure. And and still rewatching it because I, I remember some of them and rewatching it now is kind of impressive to get that many people to be in Citizen Toxie. Absolutely. And, <laughs> Absolutely. And um, there were some like I'm not going to be. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to be totally down on it. Like there were some scenes that were laugh out loud funny and some that Tina would like walk into the room <laughs> to and be like, why are you doing like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I've never been more excited to get back to like just weird shitty horror movies. Like I've never been more excited to like not do trauma. It's like really crazy. Like I'm actually like super excited about next week doing Turkey shoot. Like I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I forgot. They're not this. They're not all this. <laughs> Yeah, this is the shortest Trovember we've done, but I'm I'm eternally grateful <laughs> for it to be the last. Uh, yeah. Uh, before the film premiered, uh, they decided to leave. They made a decision to leave the World Trade Centers in the opening narration, despite the 9/11 attacks having taken place a month prior. 
the audience at the premiere standing ovation. And and I only brought that up because you were watching The Sopranos and you're like, I wonder if they're going to take the uh, the World Trade Center out because they, sh- they show it in that? They show a clip of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm too stupid to have noticed or paid attention, so... It's in the opening credit, yeah. Let Joe find out. I just out want to right know now. where don't don't a see standing it. ovation. The, the the fucking premiere was at his like parents' house, right? With, with the cast. <laughs> uh, director Joe Lynch, who is uh, who has gone on to uh, I guess some some level of fame. Isn't he the guy that hangs out? He's the guy that hangs out with that other fucking guy. Uh, constantly, what's his name? Adam Green. Him and Adam Green are like buddies, right? He was working Joe Lynch. Yeah. So he's like worked on like uh like Holliston and Hatchet movies with Adam. Oh, he Gr- did yeah, he did Wrong Turn too. Yeah. Um he was at directed Trump- music- <laughs> He directed music videos in the first group listed. I'm on his Wikipedia page. It says he's directed music videos for such for such groups as DVDA is the first group listed. Do you remember Dude. that? That's amazing. D- Wait, oh my double, god, that's double, Trey Parker's band, right? Yeah, double vag, double anal. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then after it is like uh, Faith No More, Three Eleven, Chap- like legitimate bands, and the first one is DVD. <laughs> hey, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> also, probably the best shoot for sure. Like that's got to be the best video to work on. Yeah. Um. But he lost his job uh, before the movie went into production. Uh, Lynch, though, had suggested that Gore frontman Eddie, uh, not Eddie, sorry, Dave Brocky should play Toxie, and that that was the that was the plan. But Dave Brocky was on probation and was unable to leave his home to start the <laughs> to start the film shoot. How fucking great would that have been, though, man? Brocky would have been great. I mean, he essentially was the Toxic Avenger. But also, yeah. my mind is blown. Like, I follow Joe Lynch on uh, Letterboxd because he did uh, he did Mayhem, and he's pretty active on that. He did Chillerama. Uh, that's fucking nuts that he directed Citizen Toxic. No, he didn't direct it. He was he was he, they they just cite him as director Joe Lynch. He was just involved in it. Or oh, no, okay. I'm sorry. He was he was in the production in the development of the script. He was working there, and then he got fired. <laughs> Getting fired from Citizen Talks. <laughs> so, so Lloyd actually directed it, right? Yes, Lloyd directed it for sure. Yep, 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 yep. But Brocky, I could not figure out what he had been arrested for at in the year 2000. He got arrested in the 90s. I remember that, but like, I could not find anything where he'd be on house arrest in the 2000s. But who the fuck knows, man? Guy was a wild, wild guy. I love him. I'm so grateful to have seen him live. Same man. <laughs> We've told this story a hundred times, but that guy that we thought wanted to fight us the whole time, oh, yeah. he, was separate, he was separated by a fence, and we're like, this guy, like, why is he just mean mugging us? Just like, singling us out, just following us no matter where we move to. And then he, was, he finally climbed over the fence, like, <laughs> we're ready. Like, pummel the shit out of him because he's just been mean mugging us. And all he wanted to do is give us, like, a high five and a hug for some reason. <laughs> like, fucking weirdo. <laughs> He was so excited to see us. He was like genuinely like these guys rock. <laughs> what the fuck? He was so old too. Mid mid fifties. Um 
Dave Brocky has the most insane gravesite I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen it? Uh, I don't recall if I have. Oh my god, it's a giant fucking like war sword. <laughs> Like on a giant too. This is insane. This is actually insane that he had this had this made. <laughs> fucking check that out sometime. That's fucking wild. Um, definitely. I I, I, I miss Dave, man. Dude, them doing Christmas carols. Oh I my mean, god, Dave, Dave would have been perfect for Troma because he's just a walking, talking Troma character. He absolutely is. Actually, the fact that them Spraying and Troma didn't over- <laughs> dude, didn't make just a Gore movie like that probably would have helped Troma immensely if they teamed up with Gore. Yeah, fuck, missed opportunity. Truly, um, Lloyd, Lloyd should have been involved with Phallus in Wonderland. F- abs- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Actually, one of our fans. Uh, oh, bananas i forget her real name i'm sorry um she just went and saw gore i saw her stories and i I was like oh man that looks so much fun but like i don't want to be that guy it's like i don't want to see him without dave but like i'll i would definitely be bummed out i i do like the new front man though but like i'll be bummed i do too and i i agree with you completely like they've they've come around and i just i drag my feet yeah same same feel the same it's not, but anyway, so that would have been cool. Um, there are only two females in this cast who, who do not do nude scenes. That's another fact I got, I got here. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. And then um, the guy that you see who leads the diaper mafia, who will uh, will will be introduced to shortly. That guy. That guy in the in the behind the scenes in the opening of the behind the scenes. They're interviewing him. He's in full costume in the diaper mafia costume, which is a bonnet and a diaper and a t-shirt and like absurd makeup. Of course, they're like, Hey man, uh, how's, how's the first day of shooting? And he's like, fucking terrible. And they're like, Oh, why? And he's like, uh, I just found out I'm the assistant director also (laughs) (laughs) on scene dressed to act. And then you find out you're the assistant director. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous! It's such a mess, and uh, I'll I'll be chiming in with those little tidbits uh, as we go, as we go. So, um, you ready to talk about this fucking thing, or do we have anything else to talk about in preparation for it? Oh, I do have one thing to say. Just like I know we said we don't watch it, but like also if you do decide to watch it, because like you're like me and Joe, and when somebody's like, don't do that. You immediately seek it. <laughs> you immediately seek it out. Um, I'm just gonna say it is honestly like one of the most offensive things I've ever seen in my life. Like, like the opening scene, you're like, okay, this scene will end, and then eventually we'll get to like trauma business, and it's just. I don't think. I don't think it would have been as bad if it was just five minutes, but it's literally the first 20 minutes. First fucking 20 minutes. And then after that, it's like, you're like, Oh, we're, we're in the clear. And then no, no, we're not. We're going to show something else. Absolutely fucking insane (laughs) and unnecessary, completely unnecessary, not necessary at all to the story or the plot, which is minimal. So, which, uh, which <laughs> speaking of story and plot, he's trying to do like interdimensional beings, which is pretty crazy for the year 2000. Yeah. Nobody was doing that shit. Uh, but <laughs> it's such a, whatever, it's, it's such a trauma mess. 
We were going to talk about something about. Oh, so, I have oh, no talk here. about Psycho Gorman. Yes. So Joe just watched Psycho Gorman for the first time. I had seen it. So in our Patreon episode, we were kind of talking about it. And I said, what did I say? Basically, like, would Troma, would you like Troma more if it was like Psycho Gorman? Because Psycho Gorman is kind of Troma light in a way. It is. It is. And I told you to, (laughs) I told you to make note of that because I had something to say. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know what I was going to. Well, so what? What so I don't. W- would you would you like Troma more if it were if it were toned down to Psycho Gorman's level? I, I when I first started watching Troma, no, yeah, so I think that's what attracted me to Troma right. was the over the topness. Now, yeah, I would have much rather <laughs> sat through. And I mean, I mean, Troma. Troma has the uncanny ability to make like excess boring. You know, I've never in my life yeah. been sick of seeing boobs, but then trauma, like, like ever, like seeing, seeing boobs is like always a welcome experience. And then trauma has the ability to be like, okay, I fucking get it. Like, I don't want to see anymore. Like, just <laughs> tell me a story, like wrap this up and move this story along. For fuck's sake. It, it, I agree completely. It's just except right. It's 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 that whole mentality of like you know if you got it all the time, like you get fucking bored of it. Like it's just like what is this? And with uh, Tales from the Crapper, you know you're the excess. Like they literally had Boner Vision, which was just a little screen in the corner with naked people in it. And I was like, I don't want to fucking watch this movie anymore. <laughs> What the fuck is this? Like, this is psychotic. Like, <laughs> like this is not not a movie. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm in complete agreement. It's, so, but but I think I think that was the appeal when I was seventeen. Well, you know, sure. You're, you're not. You don't have access to to that every day. We didn't even have uh, access so, to pornography. So, like, this was like you know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So the times were different. So to answer the question, it's it's yes and no. Yeah. It's if if I was right now in seventeen, maybe maybe I'd rather it be toned down because I, you know, you can see that at the Google search. Like you don't need to sit through a two hour movie to to see it. But even still, you know, I'll I'll go a little bit on this. I think maybe so. Um, I I would say probably not Psycho Gorman's level, but. There was something appealing about those 80s trauma movies where it wasn't, I mean, it was excessive, but it wasn't as bad, right? And, like, I mean, like, think about it. Like, Return of the Living Dead did it for me when, yeah. when I was a youth. That's all I needed. That's really all I needed was just, like, just the fact that there was, like, a full frontal. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, for sure. So, like, even trauma doesn't even need to go that route. Like, dude, we'll just go watch porn if we want to, right? So yes. even in a time when porn wasn't available, like that's all we we didn't need much. <laughs> it all it was great regardless. Right. And, and it works with the first one. Like I don't even remember. It's been a while since I've seen the first Axe Avenger, so I don't remember if the gratuitous nudity was like that or like Nukem High level. Um But what worked for Toxic Avenger 
was it told the story and we like we knew Melvin was such a dweeb. Yeah. And Toxic Avengers voice is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. Like, oh, it's such yeah. a grotesque, disgusting <laughs> being. He talks like such a dweeb. And that's always been <laughs> the appeal to me. It's how funny the story is. For sure. It's, it's not really needed to do all this. No, it's not. And and really, I, I like you're saying, I remember watching Toxic Avenger when I was young. And I don't think that it had the gratuitous nudity. Um, I don't remember it. I, I genuinely don't think there was. Because I just remember, though, that, that that Toxie's girlfriend or wife, I forget what she is in the first one. But I just remember that was enough for me. And she, I remember her not being naked. I remember that vividly. I, but I was just like, holy cow. Yeah, because she's blind in the first one, too. And <laughs> she doesn't know what he looks like. which is a great fucking bit by the way like that's the funniest dude it's just a bummer just a fucking bummer making toxic avenger into a kid's cartoon that dude i was gonna say that fuck i'm so glad you brought that up that is the most insane shit of all time (laughs) somebody trusted fucking lloyd to fucking translate this into a children's fucking cartoon makes no sense which is crazy because kids are gonna want to like right. i remember seeing the ghostbusters cartoon before i watched the ghostbusters movie yeah and i was very interested in watching the ghostbusters movie because right. of the cartoon so <laughs> right. if you're watching toxic avenger cartoon on saturday mornings you're gonna want to seek out the first toxic avenger and dude back toxic then avenger, mattel toys the, the ninja turtle brand Dude, and back then, like, our parents didn't have the internet to be like, wait, let me check out what the Toxic Avenger is. Like, okay, I know it's based on the Toxic Avenger. Let me Google it to see if it's appropriate. Like, you just went to the movie. Yeah, you didn't have that option. You just went and to the video no store and rented it. Other parents. <laughs> yeah, no way you could ask other parents. There's no other parent ever watched the fucking Toxic <laughs> right. Avenger or knew anything about trauma. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. Actually, in the behind the scenes, uh, Lloyd is approached by two children. Uh, while he's directing in the streets of Albany, New York. And the kids are like, we want to direct a movie too. And Lloyd's like, have you seen any trauma movies? And they're like, no. And he's like, well, they're a little raunchy. Lloyd, fucking, that's insane to say. Like, don't even, like, just be like, you can't watch them. (laughs) A little raunchy? Are you fucking kidding me? Like. Be horrified if I found out James saw this fucking movie. <laughs> and again, I want to clarify because I know people get mad. Like, all you think of is Amity Two guy, Amityville Two guy. Yeah. Like these guys, I get it, man. Yeah, I, I sure. at one time like this. If you still like it, I fucking get it. Uh, it's just this time around, I think I've I've grown out of that phase. But again, if you like it, more power to you. And again, like I think I still respect it. I still respect like trauma, dude. I signed up for the stupid trauma. I respect trauma. I I I I signed up for the stupid trauma now video service to watch the fucking behind the scenes movie (laughs) because I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, and like, there's something about like that crew and people that love those movies that I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Like I I don't know. Like I kind of get it. Like they're doing like, like Lloyd is like. He's just throwing bad money out on this. Like, it's just crazy. Like, it, I respect it, I guess is what I'm He's trying hustling. to say. I, I respect that Lloyd does whatever the fuck he wants, regardless of how fucking idiotic and stupid it is. Yes, he does. Uh, and and you can't take away from Lloyd. He's incredible at 
like special effects for the budget that he yeah. has. The gore that he has, even in this, there's no need it's for the gore to be that good. <laughs> it's insane. It's fucking insane. But at the same time, like I'm watching the behind the scenes and Lloyd in the beginning has script revisions that he's like yelling at somebody to like, be like, why haven't the script revisions been added? It's like, look, what are you revising in this fucking script? That, that is so fucking necessary. Like, get the fuck out of here. Script revisions. Like I, I was shocked. I was fucking baffled. And he's like yelling at this like poor girl. Well, he's not, he's actually like really good with her and he's like explaining it to her, but he is fucking visibly annoyed. <laughs> it gave me like the worst anxiety attack. Cause he's just like, use the pink pages. And she's like, I don't understand. Like, and he was like, Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> he actually, he, he, there's moments where he reminds me of your dad, where it's just like this, like he can be very like, okay, like you have to do this, this, and this. And somebody's like, okay. But as soon as they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. Then he's like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> you fucking idiot. And there's actually interviews with the people that he's working with. And they're like, dude, he's so gloom and doom. And something that we quote your dad is saying all the time. They quoted him as saying, which is like, I came in this morning and he just said the whole thing's fucked and we're fucked. And the movie's ruined. And the guy was like, it wasn't. It was all fine. He just, like, lost something. <laughs> He's like, also worth noting, if my dad was to write a movie, it would definitely have, like, boner vision. <laughs> <laughs> fucking boner vision. All right, let's get this fucking... Hey, did, I, did I ever tell you that... Like our whole childhood, my dad would say bukkake as like a cuss. Like he would just like yell it out loud. Like, like, and, and of course, you know, kids don't know what that means. I don't, I'm not even entirely sure he really knows what it means, but he would definitely use it as like a curse for most of our life. And, and it wasn't until, you know, much older when, and I, it wasn't even like the first time I heard of what Bukaki actually is that it registered. And then I, I remember like a, a grand reveal like coming over me, like holy shit, this is this is what my dad has fucking been saying. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> Which is a lot. Like, how do you even hear about that pre-internet? Like, oh, what would you, you, would you possibly? I, I, I be don't. doing to come across that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's fucking wild. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's good. <laughs> oh, all right. So, as we said, we open with narration with Stan Lee, which is great. Um, anniversary of his death a couple days ago. R.I.P. Stan Lee. Hmm. Matt, dude, can you imagine Stan Lee... Watching this, dude, if he knew, if he knew what he had just done, he would have been gone years prior. Anybody in this movie that is like has any level of celebrity, I was shocked. Uh, especially James Gunn, um, and I was like, okay. "How how okay. can he be involved in this?" And then Disney be like, "That's fine." Okay, Th- thank you, thank you. So James Gunn is playing Stephen Hawking. Yes. What was his name? Like Loogie Hawking? Dude, and his, he name, is... his name is insane. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Loogie Hawking. So I'm sure. Uh, he is playing the part to, to the T. Like he's overacting being Stephen Hawking. 
Remember when those guys tried to get him canceled for James Gunn canceled from uh, oh, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those guys, the guys, those, those two guys always complain about people trying to cancel yeah. people and then they, they canceled James Gunn. Dude, all they had to do was was just send Disney a fucking copy of this. <laughs> and and Disney, Disney would like do the E.T. Atari game for the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, these don't exist. These never existed. And James Gunn is dead. Like, we're not, we have no more involvement. <laughs> yeah, he played Dr. Flem Hawking. That's it, Flem Hawking. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd is such a fucking idiot. He's such a, sim- <laughs> He's such a simpleton. It's so crazy. <laughs> Those two guys from ESPN were the were the news anchors, the most unnecessary news anchors. I've never seen a more budget like news anchor studio than when those two guys were on the Dude, screen. Yeah, it's the Sklar brothers. Um, yeah, yeah. Who who are something else? They are in this, and they're in Tales from the Crapper, playing the same newscasters. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, to have like a, a good career after that, it's honestly incredible. It's. It is the most insane thing because, like, you have you must be showing people you're real and being like, yeah, you have to have a resume, and if those are the only two things on your resume, it has to come up. <laughs> Somebody has to check it out. Oh man, it's so fucking wild. Um, yeah, fucking nuts. Uh, the school. Uh, so we open up. Uh, they give us a recap of the first. And then we are we show a, a new special needs school, the trauma school for the very special, which is the most insane and over the top shit that you'll ever see. Um, also, uh, bizarrely, uh, filmed at an actual school for people with special needs. Um, that's that's fucking nuts. That and that is nuts. And they were like, we have to be like, kind I of just, careful. <laughs> well, well, spoiler alert: they they, they fucking weren't. And I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't find it to be funny. So. No, I it's, I have, nothing, I have nothing to really say about it. I don't, I don't know why. It, it, it's, it's not it. funny. I, and if, if I'm laughing, it's more because of just the idea. The audacity of it. The audacity, the audacity of it. Right, right. That's what I'm more like laughing. You have, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I don't find the bit or like, I, I don't think it's comedic to do that, especially for 20 minutes. Like it. You have to kind of chuckle at the fact that some, like who who greenlit like why, why why would an adult think that was okay? It's I don't know. it's nuts. It's nuts. And I do want to say I, there was one other thing I wanted to point out like before we started this, which was uh, we have one of the biggest compliments we get, and to me it's the biggest compliment is people being like you guys are open and accepting of everyone. Like we, we recently got a bunch of messages recently for some reason. I, I don't know what we did, but um, where people were just like, no, like I stopped, like there's so many horror podcasts, but they're all fucking weird. And I was like, I asked them like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, and they were like, they say the craziest, weirdest, like sexist, racist shit. And I was like, that's fucking crazy to me. <laughs> but like, I don't know. So we get like a ton of emails about people being like, wow, it's like so nice to hear people that aren't that way. And I was like, that's, I feel like that should be most people, but I (laughs) I guess it's fucking not, it's not that hard. Um, It's not like we go out of our way to be that way, but um, yeah. So I appreciate that. So we're, we're going to try and like navigate this (laughs) 
fucking movie, which is just insane. So, like, if I do laugh, it's not I'm not laughing at the bits for the most part. It's just like, yeah, no, it's fucking I, no, nuts I, that this is made. It's I can't I'm with this you. is on to, film. I'm, I'm with you. Just to, to say what you saw out loud, it's more like a nervous tick. And, again, I, I, I'll play like both sides. Like, I'm not... I don't shame you if you find that funny. Right. Like I just personally don't find it funny. I, I get Lloyd's trying to be as over the top as possible. Yeah. And st- I, I even texted you. I was like, he's still like doing a social commentary. It's, it's just, it's just the most idiotic way to do it. Uh, and it's just, I don't know. I, it's I, so I, weird. I it it's so fucking necessary. Yeah. So, um, the school though gets invaded by a bunch of men dressed as babies uh, but they have the most, the biggest assault weapons I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's absolutely crazy. And they start beating up the kids and including the teacher. Um, dude, one woman, one of the girls in the class is getting her head smacked. By the way, they're played by adults. So they're not, they're not children, by the way. Um, yeah. But one of the students is getting her head smashed in by these enormous fucking breasts. That scene was crazy. And then the behind the scenes, they actually interviewed that woman. And she was like, and the script, like, I was like, that's funny. Like, a woman attacking me with her breasts. And she's like, but they fucking hurt. She's like, I have a fucking splitting headache (laughs) after that scene. She's like, dude, her breasts are fucking enormous. And then they interview the woman who 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 played that, and she I I think she was a famous porn star. And this is when you should have known, because this is the first day of filming, was like when they filmed this. And this woman was like, I'm on porn sets and this is the most unprofessional shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> She's like, I'm fucking gone after today. I'm not doing this anymore. Like, this is fucking crazy. Because, dude, they like, like their camera broke, and that's all, the only camera they had there. And they were, I guess they refused to use the camera that was filming the, <laughs> the fucking behind the scenes. Because <laughs> they would, they, they. Well, so, so, that's the thing. Because you watched behind the scenes when we did Poultry Geist. Yeah. Way back. And I don't know, like Lloyd. Lloyd is good at kayfabe. Like Lloyd, Lloyd could could write for WWE. How much of that is truthful? How much of it is scripted? Oh, the behind the scenes. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like I don't know who what the real Lloyd is because he's writing this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but then you see him on set, and he's like the nicest guy in the world. Like one of the women. Well, the- we. We talked to oh, Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know, the, and and the, because we talked to Lloyd, like I don't know if these behind the scenes are just him, like also scripted. Because yeah. I asked him a question, and his answer to me was about using a bathtub with Oliver Stone at the same time. <laughs> and I don't know, like there was no reason for him to add that tidbit in, and he seemed very authentic about the way that he answered me. To the point where I didn't want to follow up on it because I, I felt like he believed what he just told me. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to stand on that. So I don't know if he's just perpetually fucking with people. So I mean, it's those it's, behind the scenes might be scripted. It's very possible. I mean, but he like he does get like fucking fiery and like pissed off. But he is like there's other moments where he's just like really nice to these people. And maybe I don't know. He told us in person. In person, that he gets upset every time a trauma movie 
doesn't blow up to like the level Toxic Avenger did. And I just uh, Lloyd's smart enough <laughs> to make these movies and to make money off these movies. Period. There's no way he expects that. So I just think he's constantly fucking with you. I don't think he truly believes that. I, I mean, I I tend to agree. He in the back in the back behind the scenes, he claims he has 160 IQ. He also he also in the behind the scenes was like, I think that this is going to put us over the top and get us an Emmy nomination or a Oscar nomination. Yeah, okay. He's he's fucking with. <laughs> it's so nuts. It's so nuts. But which is true? Does he actually have the 160 IQ and fucking with everyone, or or does he just believe? Neither is true. Absolutely neither. <laughs> Oh my god, that's the best. Um and again, like there are moments that are fucking funny. Like we we go to the newscast who's like, we interrupt our coverage of the Smithville home of the elderly massacre to bring you this report. <laughs> and uh it's the report on the diaper mafia, as we we find out that they're named. Uh, this is also nuts because this was filmed two just two years after Columbine, right? And yeah. the trench coat mafia Yep. was a thing for, for a while in the media, you know? People yeah. were in fear of it, even though it didn't really exist. It didn't exist. And and they kind of shit on... I. What I liked was them being like, who's at fault here? And they like, oh, video games, movies. Uh, they like go through it. Yeah. And they're like, but it's not the news. We show violence because it's, it's good. It's good see, for you I, to see. Dude, I liked that line. Yeah. It stood out to me. And that's that's kind of what I was saying before. Like, he's still doing a social commentary. I just don't know. I mean, I get it. He's trying to be over the top as possible and prove his point. But also, yeah. it's, it's Toxic Avenger 4. <laughs> <laughs> know, know your fucking setting, Lord. Uh and like you see the news crew outside, you, we we see Lemmy. The news crews are carrying cardboard cameras, like they didn't even <laughs> in cardboard microphones. They didn't even have a budget for that. And the cardboard cameras say "poop" on them. They do. <laughs> I've never in my clean shaven Lemmy too, which is. Uh, so, somebody, if you look on IMDb, it's like Lemmy can be seen in a scene. Dude, Lemmy is in like seven scenes, just randomly standing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has multiple scenes with speaking lines. Yeah, he it, and they're all just close-ups of his face. So I just imagine they just filmed him for a day, just zoomed in on his face, and then just randomly cut to it whenever they want. Because there's a random moment later where Lemmy's in a suit, and they just cut to his face, and he's like, "Whoa." <laughs> and it's like that he was not involved in it and he's playing i think a different character in that moment <laughs> but yeah uh that's that's that um and the violence in this scene is absolutely nuts like the the diaper mafia is fucking crazy and they have this fucking these fucking guns and they're like killing people. Oh my God. It's absolutely brutal. We meet mayor Goldberg played by Ron Jeremy. He'll kind of be a factor in later. <laughs> and then they invite a newswoman in, in a bikini in to film them killing a pregnant teacher. And I was genuinely fucking worried in this scene, Joe. I was <laughs> petrified. I, I was like frozen because it appeared they were going to, fucking kill the fucking 
pregnant lady's baby. I mean, nothing is off limits to him. So, and that's what was fucking scary about it. And I was like, oh fucking god! But thankfully, the woman in the bikini uh, transforms. (laughs) She's just the toxic Avenger in disguise. And he stops them from uh, from uh, killing him. And when she, when he stops him, he also uh, we watch this guy shit him. He's like toxic Avenger, and we have to watch this guy shit in his diaper, and shit's falling out of his diaper. And, th- and then his then his diaper falls off, and fucking Toxy smears it all <laughs> over his face. <laughs> <laughs> fucking madness, dude! Fucking madness. Now. One of the weird things in this scene is um, there's a lot of, like, gun special effects. And recently in the news was that Rust shoot with Alec Baldwin, right? Fucking tragic. Fucking terrible. The behind the scenes of this, this, honestly, if I were involved in anything in the courts with this, I would pull up the behind the scenes of this. Because I've never seen a group of people more incapable of handling weapons and being allowed to handle weapons. But this dude that was like, it's, it's like a whole talking point in the behind the scenes. Like, oh, this is what reminded me of him of your dad was one of the, they interview one of the guys and they're like, fucking Lloyd makes us hire his fucking friends. And they're so expensive and so fucking stupid. And they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's fucking all the guys Joe's dad makes Joe hire. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, they're all old. They're all fucking dumb. So Lloyd makes them hire, uh, obviously, a person that handles firearms. But this dude was like, I mean, he was an idiot, but he was also like, we do this fucking safely. Like, he had them, he was like, had everyone shitting their pants about, like, he was like, you could fucking die. Like, you have to do this safely. Like, and I was just like, like, because... The shit that's coming out from about the Rust set sounds like they just picked up weapons <laughs> and just started using them, which is fucking nuts. Like, this guy, like, came in and supervised the entire thing. Which is alarming in a trauma movie. <laughs> right. I, I that's that's what I'm saying. Like, the fact that trauma did it. And by the way, it was like, they said it was like a massive chunk of their budget to do, to do this. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, dude, like, and honestly, throughout the movie, it's honestly the most mad Lloyd gets is when safety shit happens. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, he's like, this is like, no one dies here. Like, dude, he's, there's this, the scene where they're outside of the school on the steps. Lloyd is running around screaming at people because one person walked by, like a citizen walked by and walked down the steps of the set he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Somebody could fucking die. What if she had a baby in her hands and tripped and the baby died because she tripped on your cables? <laughs> and everyone's like, well, like, we didn't mean to. He's like, yeah, well, I'm going to fire everyone if that happens again. It happens like six more times, by the way. And every time he's like, God damn it. <laughs> he's like, when somebody carrying a baby falls, you're going to all be sorry. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Luke? I don't know. Again, and again, is that a bit? I have no fucking idea. It has to be. It has to be. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, like this this scene, they use like an M60 and it it was firing blanks and they had this guy that was like, no, like, don't, like, this is not a fucking game. Like, 
what the fuck? And all I could think about was that fucking rust set. Cause it's, it sounds like there was like basically no one monitoring anything, anything whatsoever. And this is fucking trauma. <laughs> fucking idiot. That's wild. Yeah. Dude, the people they're giving the guns to is even the even crazier part, right? Like, <laughs> no, they're not even actors, <laughs> right? That's a good point. <laughs> that crew. <laughs> that crew is not even actors, and they gave them all fucking guns with fucking blanks in it. And it's like, dude, like, <laughs> like, not even professionals. So, like, they, they all look so confused. <laughs> and it's like, dude, fucking nuts. Um so Toxies shows up, smears this guy with a diaper, and then we also meet Toxies Ward, <laughs> Lardass, play, play, played by the incomparable Joe Fleischicker. I don't know how to pronounce it totally. Um, in all those trauma movies, right? All the trauma movies. He he passed. R.I.P. Um, but uh, <laughs> and he did this all on his vacation time. He filmed this. And just complain to Lloyd in the behind the scenes the whole time, being like, "I am using my vacation time." And Lloyd was like, "I don't give a shit." <laughs> oh, oh, I was gonna say he's not really in the movie, but I forgot he has a doppelganger. Yeah, he has a doppelganger. Yeah, Chester, <laughs> Lardass, and Chester. Lardass's uh, weapon of choice is a baguette. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, e- even even more disgusting than the shit being smeared <laughs> on the guy's face is Lardass eating the peanut butter, which is Dude. real peanut butter. And I like peanut butter. Like I, I I like peanut butter a lot. And that made me never want to eat peanut butter ever again. Yo, Lardass rubs the bomb. In the next scene, the, the 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 diaper mafia brings a bomb. Lardass covers the bomb. And you're just watching him smear peanut butter all over the bomb for like a couple minutes, and you're like, dude, like what the fuck is happening? And then he fucking eats the bomb, which which does nothing because it explodes, blows up the building. It's but the it's fl- all over Lardass's face, like oh my just- god. <laughs> Thick peanut butter all over his lips. Now, <laughs> one of the smell it. One of the best scenes of all time uh, in movie history, though, is in this movie, which is Toxie basically pile driving someone. Which, if you're not familiar with professional wrestling, you you pick them up, you spin them upside down so their head is facing the ground, and then you s- essentially slam them on their head, right on the top of their head. He does that to one of the diaper mafia, and the guy's head. Shoots, <laughs> shoots out his fucking ass, <laughs> but he's still able to talk. And then Toxie talking punches yeah. Toxie punches the head off his. I don't even know off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Most insane. Like, how do they have the money for those effects? It's nuts. It's nuts what he's able to do. And especially because, like, now you hear people, like, it's, like, CGI and people are, like, practical effects. And it's, like, oh, well, practical effects are too expensive. And it's, like, <laughs> how were they able to do this? <laughs> and then uh, Toxie fucking kills the uh, leader of the gang, um, Tex Diaper, as he's as he's known. And uh, he starts ripping out his fucking organs. Like, just, it's fucking brutal. And so gross. It's gross. Finally, finally, uh, uh, Lardass is like, "Hey, Toxie, if his heart stops, the bomb goes off." And he's like, "Oh!" Uh, he starts <laughs> starts shoving the organs back into his body. 
Dude, like, there's great scenes like that that are, like, so reminiscent of, like, like the trauma, like, old trauma. And it just, like, those moments are just so overshadowed by the bullshit. And you could have just made this so fun, right? You could have. I mean, I'm honestly laughing more now at it right. than I was when I watched the movie because it's so over the top to think about. And we're highlighting the best parts. By the way, this movie is almost two hours long, which... Yo, Sean, Sean, at the four, I distinctly remember the 47-minute mark <laughs> and then realizing there was an hour left. What is this guy trying to do? <laughs> what, can he po- what could possibly be left to move this story along that would take another 60 minutes? Um, if you look on YouTube, there's actually deleted scenes from this, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <That's> nuts!" <laughs> okay, so that's <laughs> that was my thought. But I was like, "Oh, I bet you, me and Joe are watching the like director's cut, right? Where those are put back in." So I clicked it to see they are cut fucking scenes, dude. This movie is almost two hours long, and they cut shit. <laughs> they actually cut shit out. That's that's. Insanity. Absolutely appalling is what it is. <laughs> Absolutely appalling. Two fucking hours? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, it goes back to what we were saying before. They, they just have this ability to like, beat a dead horse of, <laughs> of, of, of extreme, of, of extreme, right? It's just a dead horse of extreme. So after the first 30 minutes, like, all right, I fucking get it. Let's just <laughs> do something. Oh, man. Also, that bomb we discussed earlier. Uh, it had a five second countdown, (laughs) which was another great bit because so much shit happens. Toxie, it's a five second. It's like the bomb goes, he pulls out his organs. The bomb tick countdown goes off and it starts at five seconds. And Toxie's like, oh shit. Toxie goes to get a mop. He... He doesn't have his mop with him. He So he goes to get a mop where we see a scene where it's basically a drug intervention. <laughs> he also returns, comes back, smashes a guy's fucking skull open between two books in f- fucking vile. Absolutely fucking vile. And then during this five seconds, he also is like, oh, shit, it's time to go impregnate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Which he pulls out a pocket watch. It just says impregnate wife on it. Uh, so he goes home, he has sex with his wife, he has a fucking orgasm, which is the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen in my life. Fucking barfing green foam. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking disgusting. Odorous should, odorous should have been toxic. Absolutely. Also, during the making of this scene, uh, Lloyd is talking to both actors and says, I want this to be the most erotic scene that we've ever filmed. <laughs> okay. Uh, th- you say no more. This, he, this is all a bit now. I'm totally convinced. The most erotic scene. <laughs> and then, by the way, they have sex. Toxie gets into a fight with his wife about who he's spending time with. Um, they spending too much time with Lardass fighting crime. <laughs> goes back to the school to save the kids and we're at the countdown is now at three or two i think <laughs> three or two <laughs> it was at five seconds five seconds and then lord ass smears the peanut butter on the bomb and eats it and then starts farting smoke starts farting. <laughs> farting smoke which i thought that like that would be a good bit right he swallowed the bomb and just farts in it like yeah 
Forces the, but he still blows up, so does the entire building. <laughs> oh my god. And then Toxie comes out of the building and the police start shooting at him, which seems bizarre. Toxie just saved yeah. saved some one of the, of the cops is Sergeant Theodore Kaczynski and one is has a Hitler mustache. <laughs> And Toxie Lee, <laughs> and Toxie is like, what the fuck? So he runs away, and then he's picked up by a weird version of Kabuki Man, who's a little mm-hmm. different looking than we've seen, and he's calling him Noxie. Not Toxie, Noxie. And then we go back to the school, and Noxie comes out, who is Toxic Avenger, but just in a black outfit, and like a disgusting little, like, toupee of hair on his head (laughs) and he's getting cheered and while he's getting cheered he rips the cop's arms off beats the shit out of and kills all of the residents (laughs) dude he throws a little he picks up a little girl who's like toxi i love you and throws her against a brick wall which was like the funniest shit (laughs) i've ever seen and it also comes, they mention that again. Ron Jeremy mentions that again. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then we cut to the news. He says, coming up at 11, Toxie kills virtually everyone in Tromaville, which was fucking funny. <laughs> so basically what we have here is a split universe. Uh, Lardass's, Lard, well, the explosion from Lardass's ass has caused a rip <laughs> in two universes. <laughs> Tromaville and Amortville, which is Troma backwards, backwards. (laughs) have uh, somehow split and sent Toxies to two different universes, the Troma universe and the Amort (laughs) Amort universe. (laughs) So Noxies from the Amort universe where Toxies a bad guy. And uh, yeah, you get the, you get the idea. Anyway. Bizarro world. Yeah. Let me me somehow shows up again in a different outfit just to be like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meanwhile, uh, real Toxie is with bad Kabuki man and they run over this old lady's fucking head in one of the most fucking vile scenes I've ever seen because she's like spraying out piss and shit and like, dude, it's... I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like, what the... Like, people talk about... uh, What is it? A Serbian film? Yeah. (laughs) Like, this shit's gross, dude. Like, this shit is fucking disgusting. You could say it's more fake or whatever, although... I don't know. Uh, This grandma being run over and spraying out shit and... Like, dude, it's like a close-up of her fucking crotch. And it's just, like, spraying out from underneath her dress. Like... Putting your hard, your hard-earned money into making this <laughs> right, like, dude. I okay, so that's like a great way of putting it, right? Like, so you're a big gambler. I gamble very little, um, and one of my things is just like it's my money. Like, I don't want my, mo- I don't want my money to disappear, right? Imagine sitting on the set, and this is money from your wallet. Like you're watching money from your wallet disappear for the scene. <laughs> you know exactly how much that special effect costs. And you're like, money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> a throwaway scene of a character that nobody knew before or after. Just watching her shit <laughs> explode all over. <laughs> fucking, absolutely fucking nuts. 
Um, and we cut to James Gunn. Uh, yes, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, doing his offensive uh, Steve Hawking impression. Um, and he explains exactly what we just talked about, the Tromaville and Mortville. Um, James Gunn is then run over by a car that a car that crashes through the fucking building. Fucking (laughs) Joe, I that was the scene where I laughed the hardest. I never laughed. It was the most unexpected, unnecessary thing that's ever happened in a movie full of excess. Like I was just like, why? Why does this happen? And it goes back to your point of like money spent. Like, dude, they spent money to crash a car through a building (laughs) for a character. That's explaining the plot to us. That doesn't need to be there. Not at all. Um, also, uh, uh, in that scene, that that's a scene, dude. They almost killed like three people filming that scene, which is crazy I'm that it sure. wasn't that it wasn't the gun scene. And fucking Lloyd loses his fucking mind and is like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because the guy that was supposed to drive the car and supposed to stop was again Lloyd's friend a stuntman who Lloyd was like, this guy's the fucking best. (laughs) And he was supposed to stop and like barely like come through the room. And he comes flying through the fucking room flying. And dude, he ended up hitting like crew members. He hit a guy that was standing on a ladder who fell off a fucking 12 foot ladder. (laughs) and was like, uh, sometimes things go bad. He's like, I guess my sandbags didn't stop me. He he put sandbags up. He thought that was going to stop a fucking car coming in at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> and then Lloyd blames it on blame Lloyd blamed it on him not hanging up a sign the tr- the trauma safety sign up in the office. He was like, had that been here, this wouldn't have happened. Shot, shot, shot. The more you say, the more I know that this is just this is just a second movie. Yeah, <laughs> he said if we had the, the three rules of I'm gonna look it up and see three rules of trauma. I gotta find it and see if they have it. Oh yeah, the, he's like if the three rules of safe if the three rules of trauma had been hanging up, we would have we would have uh, this would never have happened. Here's the three rules of a trauma production: one, safety to humans; two, safety to people's property; three, make a good movie. <laughs> And he claims if those had been hanging up, this wouldn't have happened. And, like, again, like, he's being – it's the most sincere thing. It's the most sincere thing I've ever seen. Yeah, he's full of shit. (laughs) Worked himself into a shoot. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, In the parallel universe, Noxie comes out – oh, wait, nope. I am backwards. I'm backwards. I'm sorry. Um, uh, the diaper mafia is back though in, in good trauma in good toxies dimension, which is the bad. Um, and he's like kind of confused, uh, but we get a great scene of ripping out a guy's tongue, <laughs> which is nuts. Um, and Toxie tries to go home, but it's not there, not there. And he also learns he's a dad and that's because, um, He's been carrying around a lunch bag <laughs> with, <laughs> with his wife's piss in it and uh, a pregnancy test in it. 
And the and he two gives it to people to eat because they're yeah. hungry. The two special <laughs> needs students he's like been traveling with are eating it and drinking it, which yeah, I know. And and he's like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. And <laughs> so then he finds out he's gonna be a daddy. Toxie's gonna be a daddy. His wife is pregnant, which he's ecstatic about. Yeah. Yeah. Now you want to talk about unnecessary scenes. How about this mayor holding a press conference to introduce the new heroes to replace the now evil toxic <laughs> Avenger? A fucking a dolphin man. The, oh, so the vibrator. <laughs> Don't forget the vibrator. A woman who just masturbates herself with a vibrator arm. Sexist, absolutely. Until we find uh, Master G and John Bader. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Master G, John Bader was when Tina walked in. She's like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Oh, Citizen Toxie." So she sat down next to me, and this guy comes out, and <laughs> he's a he's a rapper, but he also his superpower is just masturbating. So he, <laughs> he just <laughs> he's just spraying cum all over these. <laughs> He gives it's a, it's a press conference and he's just jerking off and he's just spraying cum all over these girls' faces in the front row. It's so unnecessary. And Tina's just like slowly turns and looks at me. Like, what is? What are you doing? What is happening with your life? Uh, yeah. But again, no. now that I know that they pitched for Odorous, that would have made sense. Bring Odorous out. Yeah. That's what he did at his concert. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. During that scene, all I could think about was uh, my ex-girlfriend who was like never super thrilled about the movies that I, that I was watching. And if she had seen that, would have been like fucking kidding me right now. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the origin story for this guy was uh, he was Master G, a rapper, and John Bader, uh, a pervert were in an elevator and somehow got merged together and became now, you know, master G and John Bader became the masturbator. <laughs> Imagine just explaining that, just call him the masturbator and bring him out. Like thinking that thoroughly. Right, right. A, a fucking origin story for this guy who doesn't even come back. Right. No, he's just his killed twice is in to both come out. universes. <laughs> his sole purpose is to come out and jizz all over people. Um, you got Dolphin Man who was fucking wild looking. You got the Mad Cow. Yeah, yeah and, and, and yeah, then it cuts to Lemmy who's like, "What's next? An upright walking cow?" And they bring, <laughs> they bring out the Mad Cow. Matt, the Mad Cow boy who is a uh, a play on the Mad Cow disease, which hadn't been seen like is in fucking five or ten years. Um, yeah, and then Sergeant Kabuki Man. Who's drunk and is defending Toxie. He's like, Toxie probably just had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the next scene is, boy, maybe the most offensive thing <laughs> in a movie. But I- I'm not even going to get into it. But Toxie basically attacks a racist a racist person, right? I honestly forgot. I, I forgot about this. It's fucking unnecessary. And somehow just like keeps popping up in the rest of the movie. And you're just like, dude, I don't want to talk about this, but he commits, he attacks a racist who's committing a hate crime, which I guess bravo for that one thing. 
but the fact that this was dude and they're like look okay so again behind the scenes they get a newspaper clipping that's like uh town furious that trauma is filming this scene in their town <laughs> which is fucking great that that existed uh but they're all like oh we don't understand why would this cause an issue <laughs> they literally filmed like a hate crime happening fucking insane um but then we meet we meet uh we meet chester who is lardass but not lardass chester is in another dimension where see, where toxie see, is. this bit is fucking funny because toxie like this was frustrating because <laughs> he doesn't need to do all that other stuff like joe that but, that whole hate crime thing was one of so the most unnecessary shit i've ever it's, seen it, in my it's life. It's just shocking to be shocking, right? Right. Which I'm sure that's what he was going for, but it does nothing for the story. And he keeps bringing it back up, just kind of like, a, hey, remember when I did this? Which, yeah. whatever, whatever. But then this scene with, with Chester, that's fucking funny. Like, if the whole movie was like this, I, w- I would be a thousand percent on board. Because Toxie sees Chester who he thinks is lardass. So he just keeps calling him lardass. And Chester's like, hey, fuck you, guy. Why why are you calling me that? What's your problem? That's good. I like it. And and like, exactly. And like, um, it almost, yeah, this movie just shoots itself in the foot constantly with, because again, of course it's not going to win an award anywhere for anything, even if you cut out the absurd shit. But, right. Those scenes, like the fucking hate crime scene, change the like. I'm not gonna show this to fucking anyone. I would be mortified if anyone knew I watched this movie. I'm yeah. not going to show this. But had those scenes been removed or altered in a way, and it was still insane, right? You keep a ton of the insane scenes, just like the over the top offensive shit you got rid of. I would show this at a fucking party. I'd be like, you guys have to see this. Like, it's fucking insane. Like, it's it's going to make you fucking barf. Like, Yes. It's gross out. It's amazing. But you got to watch it. Like, it's so dumb. It's ridiculous. But I don't want, like, if you show this to somebody, they're going to be like, um, so yeah, what? That's how, what I, that's how what? I feel about Dead Alive, right? Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. Like, put that on at a party. Yes. Anytime someone walks into a room. They're going to be like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> exactly. Whereas if you put this on, they would probably and rightfully leave my house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Any scene that they walk in, like, what the fuck? Who is this guy? What are you doing? <laughs> You're a dad, dude. Like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Great point. Great point. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this Chester scene, though, as funny as it is, also contains some weird shit, which is Chester is... Um, a down on his luck uh, astrophysicist who's now <laughs> sucking dick for money, um, and he's married to Toxie's wife, who's not Toxie's wife in this universe. He's right. He's Lardass's wife. Now, the one of the best lines in the movie is though from Chester, who again, as I mentioned, what he does for income. He Toxie's like, all right, I gotta go. And he's like, <laughs> oh, my lips aren't sweet enough for your toxic testicle nectar <laughs> nectar. Lloyd Kaufman is in his what 60s at this point in this movie during the, filming this movie. 
a 60 year old man wrote that fucking line and was like that <laughs> that stays and we know that they made script revisions so <laughs> they read through it and they were like of that fucking stays for sure <laughs> can't leave that line out oh my god and then we uh we learned that toxie's girlfriend in this alternate world is deaf she's not blind because it's like bizarro world right and um right which which also <laughs> toxie is just waving his hand in front of her eyes repeatedly we're in like a like in the background of the scene which <laughs> i did think was funny <laughs> to, to put that in there oh yeah and, and and again like that's like kind of a funny bit like going from the deaf blind there's stuff to work there with there um it's not like super offensive and then like they just like make this poor girl being like I hate being raped. And it's like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, man. That, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have to go there? And like, that's her whole storyline. And she says it so many times. She's just like, I'm so sick of being raped. And it's like, I think it's supposed to be fucking funny. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen. But she's not, she was being uh, abused by Noxie, right? Like, who is in the other universe. So that's who, so when Toxie right. shows up, she's nervous that that's going to happen. But that's that's not the case. Um, right. You'll notice a weird line here, which is, because um, Toxie in his universe has now found Sarah, Toxie's wife. And he ties her up and he's going to have sex with her. And Noxie says to her. And it's like one of the weirdest lines in the fucking movie. I'm gonna, I, there's a reason I'm bringing it up, but he says, I want to have your abortion, which is like, what the fuck? Dude, when he said it, I was like, what the fuck am I watching right now? So I'm like looking up facts about this movie or whatever. And I found this after Noxie ties Sarah up, he says, I want to have your abortion. A small tribute to a line that got cut from Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is that true? I have no fucking idea. Fight Club, made, <laughs> Fight Club was made in 1999. How would they have Not that idea. information? <laughs> this had to have been filmed in in 99. Yeah, I mean, unless it's from the book. I, I don't know. But it was cut. For, uh, dude, like, come the fuck on. Like, I was like, who came up with this? I don't think that's a fact. <laughs> Yeah, the more we talk about it, the more I just I, I, just, I just feel old. <laughs> I feel this I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> like this movie's just not for me. I don't know if it's for anyone, honestly. In like 2021, dude, uh, you'd you'd be surprised. Letterboxd, uh, a lot of a lot of people had like, rated it 4.5. <laughs> people that well, follow people people whose movies like we have like very similar ratings on. That's funny. Um, I mean. And like it's whatever. I, I get the appeal of like the gore and shit. The gore isn't insane, right? Like it's it is absolutely nuts. I don't know. I don't know, but it is on those lists. Like I found it on. Um, sorry, I'm looking it up right now. I found it on lists like when I was like best trauma movies. So, <laughs> well, that's just, that's something. <laughs> that is that is something. Let me see. Oh yeah, we got some. We got some. Uh, oh wow, five stars. Wow. <laughs> I want to say a name right now, but I can't. But that's a four star rating. Um, Can you tell me and beep it up? If you remember that. <laughs> Wait. 
Of course you didn't. <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. Um uh, anyway, um we go back to Noxie who uh kills Ron Jeremy <laughs> while Ron Jeremy's praying. And then does Noxie become the mayor? I don't know, it's not really discussed, but in the news <laughs> they're they're like Noxie kills mayor and takes control of the city. And I'm like, All right, I guess because that's the way government works. Um, Did that? That's always that's actually funny because that that was always how like nineties TV shows made it work. Like you take over the mayor and you take over the town. Yeah. Dude, could you imagine if somebody did something to the mayor right now? I wouldn't even know who the mayor was. In my town. <laughs> Some super villain taking over the mayor's office. Okay. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Probably call the state police. <laughs> Fucking mayor. <laughs> like the National Guard wouldn't be the police. <laughs> uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Toxie is uh, back in his universe fighting Mad Cowboy and Sergeant Kabuki Man, who are not good guys. They're bad guys. It's unnecessary. Right. Then we get a scene right. in all, all all black and white called Traumadu. <laughs> um, I didn't understand this reference. Um, do you understand it? Trauma do? Yes. What this scene is, this black and white. It's like an old timey and it's like, oh, yeah, same Noxie's in town. No, I just thought it was an ominous, like, you know, 40s <laughs> film noir for some reason. I mean, you're kind of right. It is an homage to the opening scene of Citizen Kane. Um, oh, Citizen Toxie, of course. Yes. So they were filmed at the Playboy Mansion, and Hugh Hefner was originally going to be in this bit. Um, That's nuts. There's even a shot of him saying, only the Toxic Avenger knows for sure in the original trailer. Um, <laughs> but but when they were releasing the mute movie, Hefner's lawyers forced Troma to remove any and all depictions of him. <laughs> <laughs> from advertisement Hef, or the film. <laughs> have got some good lawyers that like you, you can't fucking do this. By all accounts, Hefner uh himself was initially fine with being in the film, but his lawyers convinced him he was unfairly coerced into being in the movie. Because of this, during the special thanks to sequence in the final credits, there's a special no thanks to Hugh Hefner's lawyers credit. <laughs> Yeah, Lloyd, that's all you needed to push this movie over the edge. <laughs> Another old fucking pervert. <laughs> fucking. That's exactly what the movie needed. Anyway, Noxie murders fucking everyone. He kills all the heroes, who's except for Kabuki Man, who's drunk as hell. Um, Kabuki Man goes into Toxie's old house. By the way, Toxie, oh, Kabuki Man is talking suddenly like fucking Conor McGregor in this scene. <laughs> did you pick up on that? I did not. <laughs> Dude, he's saying fucking and like uh, another word. And, and I was like, that's so fucking weird. And again, in the behind the scenes, Lloyd is like, he does the scene in a regular voice and Lloyd's like caught you fucking idiot and he's like this and then Lloyd starts doing the fucking Irish th thing and he's he's like you gotta say fucking and shit 
And I, I was like, wait, why is Lloyd, why did Lloyd choose that? That's so fucking bizarre. <laughs> Kabuki man shows up and is like, uh, this fucking house. <laughs> like, and he goes in and you think he's going to save Toxie's wife. Um, Instead, he pulls his dick out, which has the Kabuki Man hair on it, and we get to see it. <laughs> and he's pissing, and then he notices Toxie's wife tied up, and he's like, "Oh, I should, I should save you." And then he falls asleep on top of her. Um, this will come into play at the very end of the movie, <laughs> in the least. Uh, fucking awful way anyway (laughs) well are we at chester's sex scene we are at chester's fucking sex scene um chester this is probably the most disgusting scene of the movie (laughs) that is exactly what i have written down which is also the second scene that (laughs) tina walked in on (laughs) what a fucking nightmare (laughs) so so this scene opens I believe with Chester um, uh, filleting somebody and and spitting mayonnaise out of his mouth as he leaves. He's like, well, thanks for, (laughs) thanks for coming. And then he's reunited with his, his love, um, which is, uh, she goes by a different name in the alternate universe. I think Claire, I want to say, not that it matters. It doesn't fucking matter. What am I saying? Like fucking (laughs) fuck. Anyway, they're reunited and they have the most atrocious sex scene <laughs> ever to be filmed. Ever. Dude, I could smell it. <laughs> the smell of sex scene is repulsive. Dude, with a block of cheese. <laughs> when she's like, like, did you remember the cheese? <laughs> dude, a block of cheddar cheese. It's just like licking it and then licking her foot and then going back. Honestly, making my mouth water right now. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Gag. <laughs> but like okay back again to this fucking like this is like some just weird ass trauma shit that i'm fine with you know like this is fine that um, i i agree like that's why i liked terror firmer because he had weirdo shit like that like when the guy shits his pants he, he, <laughs> yeah. he, he tastes it with a spoon to see if it's pudding yeah stomach oh it was stomach churning but Yes, I, I do like that aspect of, of trauma. All the other stuff to be offensive for the sake of being offensive, it just didn't. Right, exactly. I, I like, give, give me this. Give me the cheese on the this, feet. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 like what you were saying before, you put that on at a party, somebody walk in. I would love to see reaction on people's faces for that. For sure. For sure. There's not even nudity. She's not even nude. She's just like lay, laying there, letting this guy rub cheese on her feet. Rub cheese on her feet. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Uh, after that scene, good news. Th- th- I, thinking of that <laughs> should be a crime. <laughs> Even have that thought cross. Like in this scene, I'm just gonna get a block of cheese and rub it all over this girl's foot. Like, like what <laughs> is that? What? What? <laughs> what makes you think? Like, I thought that a lot in this movie, which was like, I was like, Lloyd is sitting at home behind a fucking typewriter or computer, and he's like. Oh, this scene, she, like, rubbing cheese. Like, why the fuck would you even think of that? (laughs) It's so fucking weird, dude. Um, 
It's bizarre. Uh, but good news. Good news. Uh, Corey Feldman's here. He is. And he's also acting his dick off. <laughs> Dude, but, he is giving it his all. But so here's my question. Is he or is he just um, an actual actor <laughs> in a movie with non-actors? <laughs> all right. Fair. His name his name is Kinky Kinky Finkelstein. He's a gynecologist. He plays a gynecologist in this movie. I mean I mean that what you just said is a good point because he's the only legitimate actor thus far. Yes. And and, and he's like noticeably better than everyone else because Honestly, Ron, uh, up to this point Ron Jeremy of all people is probably yeah. the, the best actor. In the film. I was actually just about to say that because I'm looking at the cast list and I was like, oh, Ron Jeremy was actually not that bad also. And I was like, that's fucking nuts. <laughs> that's fucking absolutely nuts to say. <laughs> Corey Feldman and Ron Jeremy are the best in this. Um, and she, he reveals that Sarah is actually pregnant. That Toxie's wife is pregnant with two babies. Two babies. Tw- yeah. So, but it's not twins. It's uh, two babies. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Um, now, weird thing here in this scene is the full, fully naked uh, Celeste Octavia, who is just standing there, butt ass naked, full frontal. Um, in my research, it has come to my attention that she offered to do her role completely naked. In exchange for one line in the movie. That's all she wanted was one line. And the line that she got was she asks Corey Feldman if she could remove the thermometer from her ass. <laughs> what a fucking movie. Um, you get uh, a scene that takes place in an abortion clinic after this, which again... Not my cup of tea. Not my cup of fucking tea. Uh, And all of it seemingly was just to have a scene where a doctor sits on a speculum. So his organs fall out of his asshole and he's just screaming, my ass. Because that's the only thing we get out of this scene. (laughs) That's that's correct. You could have done that just whenever, you know. Like honestly, uh, if that, if that just happened in another scene, like dude, if he, if it was just on the sidewalk, yeah. nobody would have batted an eye. Right? No, none. <laughs> exactly, dude. Like you don't need this backstory of like this clinic. It's so unnecessary. It's the most unnecessary shit I've ever fucking seen and it's just to tweak people like it's just to fuck with people right <laughs> right oh yeah well back to toxie he's trying to figure out how to get back to his universe with uh chester um and we get a montage there and this leads to them developing r- ruby slippers that toxie has to fucking click together and that's how he'll transport back to his his universe. Unfortunately, he transports to a couple other places first. Uh, first is the filming of Missionary Impossible porno in the 70s. <laughs> it's classic. Uh, and then, like, of course, he like fucking falls right into like somebody like I, the woman's got like a strap on, like pegging him. And like, 
like fucking insane. And then he clicks his heels again. And then he, we're in heaven with God. And and I'm sure you recognize who's playing God. Who's fucking Hank. (laughs) Hank, the angry drunk dwarf from Howard Stern fame is God. And going to be honest again, uh, light years above an actor of most of the other people in this movie, which is, which is insane. Madness. Absolute fucking madness. Um, and he sends Toxie back to his home. Um, and, and yeah, and that's it. Uh, Kabuki, he, he ends up in his bed and Kabuki man's right next to him. Who's like terrified. Cause he thinks he's Noxie, but he's not. So they go to the hospital to f- save Sarah, who is in labor. His wife's in labor. She's with Noxie. Um, and we get a sequence of fight scenes of Toxie fighting Nazis. <laughs> Why are Nazis involved in this story? <laughs> your, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> Uh, but Toxie fights them, and it's like the most bizarrely cut sequence ever. Like it's just—it's like flat. It's nothing makes sense. But the blood in this montage is fucking insane. I have never seen so much blood <laughs> in a movie. Like it is crazy. I read—I uh, gotta find how many gallons it was. I—it it was an, an insane amount. Thirty gallons of blood were used in the hospital scene. That's nuts. Dude, they were just pouring blood all over. It was insane. And and again, not bad. Not bad, right? Like, Toxie rips a guy's testicles out, <laughs> rolls them in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his hand on the lead Nazi, finally, who's just, like, the worst. And uh, puts. he's like, let's find out what's inside that head of yours. And uh, puts him in an x-ray machine <laughs> and then smashes his fucking skull open. But we only see the x-rays vision of it, right? Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Uh, he finally finds Sarah and then the big fight scene happens between Toxie and Noxie. Remember when Lloyd was like, thank God we got rid of that f- second and third sequel for the- <laughs> for this movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> idiot um (laughs) we get the big fight scene toxie and noxie fight each other but then we also get a second fight scene here which is when we cut into and and not cut we the the camera moves to inside sarah's womb where we see baby toxie and baby noxie fighting each other in the womb with also with mobs Yo, that was the fucking best shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> With mops. The, the mops is the icing on the cake. I fucking loved the babies fighting. It was the funniest shit I'd ever seen in my life. Um, also, Noxie has a Darth Maul mop, which... Tight. Tight. This is what I'm here for. This is what I'm here for. They've got like a knockoff John Williams Star Wars score, and he's got mop a, a dual headed mop, a mop on both ends of the stick. Brilliant. Um, Noxie gets the upper hand though, and he says, "Not only am I going to kill you, I'm going to rape your virgin ass first. Which I wouldn't be saying, 
unless it was for the fact that we know Noxie has a fake dick, like a, <laughs> a prosthetic penis, which we have yet to see. We've only heard of it. And Noxie starts pumping it up. And a fucking monster dick comes out of his pants with, like, a fucking dog face on it. <laughs> Most insane see, see, thing. But, again, this is the type of shit I want to see in a trauma movie. If it was just like this, I'm all on board. Oh, for sure. This is fucking madness. This is, like... like like it doesn't it's not here to like hurt anyone's feelings or make anyone feel bizarre although i did feel bizarre but like different different way yeah different. it's not, it's not targeting a demographic right. it's, it's just a fucking monster dong <laughs> with it's a fucking teeth. animal face like give me that for 90 minutes and i am totally totally fine with it same same and then toxie then gets the upper hand grabs the fucking dick pump that he's using and fucking blows up Noxie's dick by over <laughs> over inflating it. Uh, also, the Toxie baby wins the fight in the womb, so no Noxie baby will be had that we know of. Maybe. Um, and then he just decimates Noxie, starts ripping out his fucking organs, just absolutely destroying him in gore fest. And then fucking Melvin comes out of Noxie's body. <laughs> and and Toxie and Nox uh, Toxie and Melvin have this moment of like, oh, I'm you, like type of thing. But then <laughs> then Melvin starts biting his ear. So Toxic Avenger throws Melvin out the window, and then they just replay the beginning <laughs> of the Toxic Avenger again. <laughs> He lands like it's literally this. It's the they played the scene from the first movie. Yeah. Except they overdub when he's running away on fire, and this time he's just saying, "Like I'll be back." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the end of that. Sarah and Toxie share a kiss. The baby's born, and it's a fucking grown ass man. Um, but. A doctor comes in and says, "There's another baby that you that you missed." <laughs> this woman gave birth and missed that she had a second baby. So you think it's the evil Noxie, right? Right. And Toxic Avengers like, "Listen, I believe kids are a product of their environment. So like we're going to raise this baby." They open it up and it's fucking baby <laughs> this is so insane this is how the man ended his big sequel <laughs> it's baby kabuki man <laughs> what a swerve what a swerve and then it should have been baby chest it should have been baby lard ass for sure it should have been baby lard ass um and then everyone just laughs and then it freeze frames and uh, <laughs> that's the fucking end of the movie. <laughs> <An idiot. laughs> oh my god! And then, like, going back to Lloyd's like childish sense of humor. In the credits, you can find a bunch of weird shit, um, like best boy, which somebody claims on the internet means a a young boy who fellates the director. 
So like, why, why would you put that in there? But the name, the name is Hugh G Erection. Okay. <laughs> then you got the DVD videographer who is Brian Spitz, and then in parentheses and swallows. <laughs> uh, you got s- something called Doggy Style by Mike Trundle, and another credit for expert masturbator at mix and that is credited to mr lloyd kaufman (laughs) you imagine being the mpaa when lloyd sends you like a package (laughs) must have fucking ajna immediate like anxiety you watch that movie uh sensor right yes that was, like, kind of the cool part about it to me was, like, those people playing the, like, MPAA board and, like, taking notes and shit on these movies. Like, imagine having to sit through this bullshit and being like, he's not going to accept my notes. And why am I even fucking here? Just, like. <laughs> I did. I like that part of that movie, too, because they used, like, actual movies that were on the video nasties. And they had to make note of all, like, the beheadings and stuff and <laughs> pass it along to see if it gets approved. There's no way this ever went to any board because this didn't get released anywhere, which is why their claim of getting a standing ovation is fucking absurd. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) God damn it. Well, hey, Joe, great news. Turkey shoots next week. Very excited for that. Unfortunately, thanks Killing 3 is after that. So we might have to... (laughs) Dude, dude, I honestly forgot that we're doing that. <laughs> and I would watch this uh, m- perhaps twice over before <laughs> willingly watching right. Thanksgiving. All right. <laughs> I may change Thanksgiving 3. Maybe I'll watch it in advance. <laughs> Please do. Please do. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious. Honestly, honestly, I, I would honestly be forever grateful if, if you watched it first and sp- it spared me from watching any second of it. Because if you're going to Audible, I'm I'm all on board. If you want to do it, I'm I, I'm on board too. Right, I, right. You know, I get it. I, I, I'll watch it. But, <laughs> but my, my recollection yeah. was one of the most miserable experiences of my life. And as much as I did not enjoy this, it's not even a comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch this again in a second. Honestly, the one the, the thing that sold me on it. On on rethinking things, killing three was um, Paul. When Paul messaged me privately and was like, "Are you fucking kidding me with this?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh shit! God damn it!" I please watch it. I will. Just, I will. <laughs> everyone should watch it once. It's one. It's something, man. The pu- Fucking aliens, like puppetry. What a, what a disaster. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Um, let's wrap this up, guys. Um, excited for Turkey Shoot, though. <laughs> excited. Hey, listen. If you guys have a Thanksgiving-themed horror movie, hit us up with it. You know? Or or just, like, fall, early December. Oh. <laughs> Let let us know. Let me know. Sean at IHateHorror.com. Send us something. Maybe we'll pick your movie, you know? We could do uh, Dutch. The fuck is What's Dutch? Uh, Al, Al Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's a Thanksgiving movie. What the fuck are you talking? Dutch? Mary- you, you, never, you never seen Dutch? No. 
He goes, Ethan Embry is his oh stepson. Oh my god, dude! I've never seen it. Or maybe <laughs> I have. Maybe I have. But I, do, dude, I remember the cover so vividly at the movie. I can't think of a movie that would, that would be worse for us to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a Thanksgiving movie. Hey, <laughs> to get to know his girlfriend's son, a working class good guy volunteers to pick him up from his prep school, only to learn that he isn't the nicest young man. <laughs> It's he's like not that maniacal at all. <laughs> <laughs> Written by John Hughes, that fucking dope. Oh, did he write that? Yeah, I guess so. Man. That guy's. I don't know. Wait, there's another. Oh my god, was it Home Sweet Home with Robert Downey Jr.? Um, That's a Thanksgiving movie. That's probably the world's most okayest movie. That movie, <laughs> that movie is like. It's honestly, I would recommend it to everybody just to know what I'm talking about. I've never seen a more run-of-the-mill mundane movie, but like, it's not boring enough or stupid enough to hate it. It's just like, <laughs> it's honestly bizarre. Like, I've never had a feeling like that watching a movie, and then when it ends, you're like, "Well, all right, like that was okay, I guess." Like, Wait, I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. What's it called? I thought it was called Home Sweet Home. I don't think it is. Robert Downey Jr. is in it. Robert Downey. Or maybe it's Home for the Holidays. Oh, Home for the Holidays, 1995. Yeah, that's it. Holly Hunter. Love Holly Hunter. It's literally just people doing like day-to-day tasks. <laughs> just <laughs> celebrating. Yeah, Jodie Foster, Jody Foster directed it. Wait, Jodie Foster directed it? Yeah. That's cool. Where has she been? She's like gone, huh? I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I'm I saying that, but like I don't really watch anything. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just going to agree with you. Um, all right, guys. So next week we'll be back with Turkey Shoe. Uh, Trovember's over. Thank fucking God. You can re- start listening to the show again. Um, we'll, we'll Wait, don't we also get that feedback every year, too? Yeah, I I think we do. I think people like, have been like, I don't I don't listen to that because I'm not gonna. <laughs> Joe, do you know the amount of messages I get that are like, "What is trauma?" Like, like it's not really like a thing anymore. <laughs> Dude, I just I just thought of that because I'm pretty sure the last two years, well, we did it last year and then the time before our, our hiatus. Yeah, we got several messages from people that are like. Hey guys, uh, no disrespect, but I'll listen to you again in December because I'm not <laughs> I'm not dealing with trauma. <laughs> All right, guys, we promise. Okay, here's an idea. Here's a thought. Here's a thought. Ready? I think I got it. I think I got it. I think I got what we're gonna do. We will still celebrate Trovember every year, but we'll do gross, weird movies, but not trauma movies. <laughs> Okay. We'll just honor <laughs> the legacy of early Trovember. Or early Troma. You know what I mean? Like we could do, you know, Dead Alive or something. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Like shit like that. Just crazy over the top movies. Low budget. Gross out movies. Necromantic. Yeah, we'll, we'll change it to Glenn Danzig month. <laughs> no, Erotica wait, wait. and <laughs> the fucking vampire one. Is that even out yet? 
I don't, I don't know. I know Moderate, Moderate Chaos saw it, and he said that we have to do it. How the fuck did he see it already? I don't. Oh, dude, did he go to he theaters? He saw it in theaters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you people are nuts. I love, <laughs> I love people that do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's not out yet. What the fuck? Death Rider in the House of Vampires. It doesn't even make. He's waiting for a. He's, he's waiting for award season. <laughs> he thinks the 2021 lineup's too tough, so he's got to, you know. <laughs> Use the form to below. Oh, oh no! Oh my God! Get out of here! Should we sign Larry up uh, for for the? Uh, I can sign him up to get a copy of it for the theater. <laughs> Don't even ask him, just do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, appreciate you all that stuck through the two episodes of Trovember. It's done, it's over. We're, it's over. Um, thank you, Joe. Uh, just sent out an email about the merch, uh, you know, shipping delays, blah, 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 shipping chain. Shipping, what do they call it? Chain, supply chain delays. I don't don't Um, know what the fuck you're saying. Just relax. Um, And uh, anyway, so we'll be getting those out soon. Um, Thank you all so much. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Uh, You can find us at facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Instagram at I hate horror and Twitter at I hate horror show. Joe, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Boognish1985. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you all so much. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios! Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.